Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Anthony, alongside the best Big Three count in the universe, Big Three News, a.k.a. Will, back with another edition of The Fourth Man. Took a little bit of a break. It doesn't look like there's a chain of, change of scenery here, but there has been a little bit back here, and we're going to come to you guys with a lot of news today. But first and foremost, my guy, how's everything going? I know there's been some changes in your neck of the woods as well. Yeah, I mean, there's just been, you know, I feel like we really – had pretty a bit of a busy stretch in both of our lives personally so we were yeah. like all right we can't record these uh i think it was like a week we really missed right or maybe two weeks yeah when this one, eventually comes out um but i feel like the last episode i was at a, in a very different place than <laughs> this episode which is crazy and the cool thing is i think the big three was as well so we have yeah. a ton to recap i think we were thinking about whether we would have a guest on this episode maybe maybe not but eventually after a while we were like we just have way too much to talk about yeah i know it felt like we had a couple guests lined up and then the news just kept uh piling on and piling on and the episode was going to get longer so we were like let's just let's just break this down there's a lot of good stuff it's an episode of change here it kind of seems like like you said the episode of change <laughs> it seems like we're in a totally new places in our lives and, and so is the big three as well going into season four so let's get into it uh but before I should say, before we get into it, you know, if you want to find our socials at Fourth Man Pod or at, yeah, at Fourth Man Pod, at Big Three News, at A underscore Siggy, man, you can really tell this has been, it's been one that week didn't off. change. That didn't yeah, change. That didn't change. A lot has changed. That didn't change. Our faces also didn't change. So if you want to watch the show on youtube.com slash Fourth Man Pod, subscribe there. The content's only going to get better now that we're a little bit more subtle, adjusted, and the Big Three continues to ramp up with some moves. And as always, for those of you listening on Ash Radio on the Nothing But Net channel on this fine Saturday afternoon, we appreciate you guys. As always, appreciate Dash Radio for giving us the platform to share some big three stuff with you guys. And let's just jump right into it. Three teams with some major changes. I mean, major changes. Uh, probably the most shakeup I've seen since we started covering the big three from year one, just like within a week span, I should say. Um, but let's start with the smallest one here, or I should say the the team who made the least amount of moves is a better way to put it. Not small by any means, because our guy Frank Nitty goes from big three prospect to on draft night going to co-captain out of nowhere. And now it's going into a second season. He's going to be the captain of killer threes. He's been promoted. I got to say, I was a little shocked, but Will, how'd you feel about the move from Frank Nitty? See his second year of playing in the big three, now being a captain for killer threes, the runner up from last year. Yeah, I'll say this. I On the podcast, I said, I really think that Killer Three's captain spot, if you were an outsider of the big three, was either, you know, if you wanted success, it was pretty lucrative. Right. Yeah, because that was a ready-made championship contender. But if you weren't, let's say, looking for success and more so just looking for control and you wanted to bring in your guys, which we will talk about later in this episode – Maybe that wasn't really the spot for you because that was a ready-made champ. What? Something just happened? We just got some news. What happened? Three's company has made their next co-captain spot. Mario okay. Chalmers will be headed to Three's company alongside Drew Gooden and Dermar Johnson. No way. The episode of Change. This is crazy. Oh, my God. This is, I, this is, this got to be the first time that's ever happened. Ever happened. We usually wow. record too early. We're yeah. on today. This is we crazy. Are, this is now that's something that, that's a good change. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. I got a tweet about this. <laughs> yeah. So, well, and while you're doing that, you know, our woes are the big three, I should say. I'll kind of talk about just how I feel about the killer threes move for Frank Nitty, you know, and I'll, I'll kind of touch on what you were saying. You know, if you were a guy that was coming on, coming in from the outside, if you're a Michael Beasley, um, you know, a Lance Stevenson or something, and you wanted to play in the big three, you wanted a big captain spot, this would be the team to go to if you wanted a ready-made team to ultimately come in and try to win. But 
Killer Threes was like, hey, we were running most of our team back outside of stack. And let's just promote from within. We've seen this with a couple of teams already. Ghost Ballers uh, is one team that did that. And I, I guess Killer Threes kind of took the same mindset. You know, Frank Nitty did have a, a promising, I guess, rookie season, as we call it, coming in. Coming in. He was a big contributor for this Killer Threes team. I thought maybe it was going to be someone like Josh Powell, who's been in the league for a while, been on Killer Threes for a while. But it looks like it's going to be Frank Nitty. And, I, uh, you know, there's one more co-captain spot open. And I think – I think this is still a team that has a lot of promise because they can bring in somebody. You know, we see a lot of the co-captain spots being filled from guys that played in the big three last year. Uh, that's something they could do. We know, and we'll talk about it a little bit later. There's a big name right now on the, I guess, free agent market, as you want to call it, that could potentially come in and be a great co-captain fill-in. So Frank Nitty being promoted, uh, I think it's a good move for Killer Threes. And I think because of, I think a lot of people, Frank Nitty is a guy that, he just a lot of people gravitate toward him, I feel like. And I think with his connections in the Drew, with his connections, you know, just in basketball in general, being a streamer, I think there's a lot of guys he can bring to the table. And I think that's kind of a, whether he promotes from or whether he adds a co-captain from within the big three or outside the big three. I think that's what makes him so dangerous, you know, as a, you know, putting his GM cap on. It, it's going to he's going to be able to bring in a lot of options. Yeah, I mean, well, let me just say this. I think, as I'm still sort of kind of digesting, my brain's really thinking about this Mario. Thomas I should have waited stuff. a little bit, but my eyes just peaked up, you know. Because no, it's we all right. The, you we were like three notifications on. I was like, when you made that face, I was like, did I really say something that crazy? I, I really don't <laughs> think I did. And then I was like, did something happen? Like, what, what's going on? Uh but anyway, back to Frank Nitty. I think. My number one concern for Killer Threes was that you were going to ha have to find somebody to replace Steven Jackson. And Steven Jackson was a top, you know, three to five player in the league last year. So you're basically saying if you're Killer Threes, you have the faith in Frank Nitty to evolve into season two into that type of player. And, you know, to be honest with you, we have seen an up to, we have seen most guys who are, very, who are, you know, successful in season one, they usually have greater success in season two. Mm -hmm. Not too many guys hit a sophomore slump. It's usually the opposite. And we've just seen Frank Nitty, who has been playing professionally overseas, who's been absolutely killing it. I think it's Abu Dhabi, right? He's been playing. Mm -hmm. He's he's just been absolutely killing it over there. So you know he's in shape. You know that he's playing at a very high level at the moment. He's young. This is somebody for Killer Threes. This isn't a move just for now. This is a move for the next five years. And I think exactly what you said. Frank Nitty knows a ton of guys, especially as we open it up to the general public and to hoopers. And like you said, to celebrities, that's somebody who can continue bringing and recruiting guys to killer threes. If I were to make a suggestion, Joe, though, at this, or not a suggestion, more of a prediction at this point in time, I think that co-captain spot's got to go to Dante green. Uh, hey, I agree too. I, I really like if they were to continue to promote from within, but as we continue to talk about a little bit more news, I, I think there's a spot. I think that spot could be filled by somebody else as well, but you know, I'll, I'll get your thoughts on it. When, when right. We get to that point. There, there absolutely is, is somebody else that I know who you're going to say. And absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more and we'll get to it when we get to it. But I just feel like Dante green, the way that he's played in the TBT in the five tournament. And even like towards the end of last year, I mean, he has just been almost like getting better each time that I see yeah. him. Well, not and to mention, I just, I just mm -hmm. feel like this team's in sync, right? I mean, this team really felt like right. they just had a lot of chemistry from the jump. I mean, even that first game without Stack, they just they were losing by a lot. They were able to come back and win essentially in the big three overtime. Absolutely. And, and they just came together real quick. And I think from there, they just kind of ran with it. So it would make a lot yeah. of sense. And, and I think, too, from a strategy perspective, you know, it's just basically how much faith do you have in your guys? And I think this move reflects that they have a lot of faith in Frank Nitty. So if you have the same type of faith in Dante Green – you say, all right, either we're winning the championship or we're losing in the championship. That's the only way we can retain Dante Green again. You That's know, yeah. or, but and any team could still at any time offer him the co-captain spot. So I, you know, I, I think at this point in time, if you want to keep Dante Green and just sort of, you know, have him on lock, then you make him a co-captain. And to be honest with you, at this point in time, I, I think it's well-deserved from him. And so I, I don't know, Killer Three's going to be a good team, but like I always said, they're going to have to find somebody to replace Steven Jackson. And if it's Frank Nitty, then Frank Nitty's going to have to 
continue to develop and have continue have an upward trajectory. And if they end up promoting Dante Green or even promoting CJ Watson to co-captain and they get an extra draft pick, they're going to have to have a good draft. Because as yeah. much as this is a good team, Steven Jackson was the heart and soul of that team. And it's hard to replace that. Yeah, and I think they might have to do it collectively. But we've also seen, too, that when two teams go to the championship, one team seem, tends to be able to kind of replicate their season from before, and the other team seems to fall off, it seems like. Uh, yeah. Or take a step back, I should say, not necessarily fall off. Your dog agrees with me. My he dog absolutely seems agrees to fall, with you. fall off. So, well, we kind of got thrown a little uh, wrench in our, you know, our, our – our show here with the with the news about Three's company, but another co-captain spot has now been filled, and Three's company has added third-round pick now co-captain Mario Chalmers to their roster. It was already going to be incredibly hard to replace Andre Emmett, and you know here's here's that step trying to do that. Uh, Mario Chalmers, a guy who well, I think the two of us were very surprised that went in the third round, but a guy that. People were unsure of, you know, his last time in the NBA. He had a pretty major injury. He's playing overseas at the time. And I think he didn't even show up to the comment. He wasn't even at the draft. And so I guess they were like, hey, let's just, you know, why wouldn't we take a flyer on an on a NBA champion here? Had an outstanding season for three-headed monsters. A big reason why they made the playoffs for the third, third season in a row. And deservingly so. Another co-captain spot locked up. Mario Chalmers will be the co-captain for Three's company. Um, a spot that I thought that same guy I'm thinking of for Kill with Threes could have gone to um, in Threes Company, but nonetheless, Thermar, we know uh, he's one of the one of the better GM captains uh, in the in the Big Three, and Mario Chalmers will be part of Threes Company next year to help him try to get back to that title game. I'm just upset that it's not Michael Beasley. I'm happy for Mario Chalmers, but I really had myself convinced that they were getting Michael Beasley. You were convinced. You. I really we, did. We talked about this multiple times on the show outside of the podcast, and you're pretty set in stone that it was going to be Michael Beasley. I, I kind of think now it's it'd be hard to see him joining the league. Uh, I'm not saying it's not impossible, but I thought that was going to be the spot for him. You really had me convinced there. Yeah, I mean, I had myself convinced, and I think he would have been a great pickup. I think he would have been an MVP candidate. I still think that he will be. I don't know. I, I thought Three's company was going to be the spot for him, but you know, hopefully it's somewhere else. But I also, too, I think guys like that, you know, I think everybody wants to be a captain. Mm-hmm. And especially with all this influx of youth, you see guys like Mario Chalmers who are like, we're, we're publicly campaigning. Like, I want to be a captain. Mm-hmm. Like, I shouldn't, like, guys are like, I shouldn't have to try out, is what it basically comes down to. I should have my spot. So that to me signals. And even, too, we saw the comments by Jeff that guys are scared. Guys aren't coming to the combine because they're scared. So that, to me, is the the word around the league is that this is going to be a stacked, deep draft pool with, like, a ton of young talent. So if that's the case, then maybe Killer Threes is smart by, uh, you know, opening up another co-captain spot or even possibly all these guys we see or all these teams, not just Killer Threes, promoting guys internally, just picking up more and more draft picks basically yeah hey well if there's anything we know we know that we don't question termar's gm moves he's that's true he's constantly made good picks he's constantly made good pickups um so termar johnson once again adding mario chalmers nba champion and he had a good season you know i feel like as the season continued to go on mario chalmers continued to be a staple within three-headed monsters starting rotation closing minutes and he continued to have highlight play, bigger games, you know, as, as the season went on. So, you know, another co-captain spot wrapped up. Didn't didn't expect it to be during the time of us recording this, but hey. I didn't either. I'm still kind of like, I, I'm like looking down. I got to like, I'm still trying know. to figure out, you know, where, where I'm going next with this because I'm, I'm. It threw a wrench in our plans a little bit. I'll it be did. honest with you. Yeah, it, it did. Um, but I, I like the move. What do you, what do you think, Will, on a scale of one to 10? On the Mario Chalmers move? move? Yeah. Uh, one to 10, I would say a six, a six, really? Because here's the thing I think, and it's not really anything against Mario Chalmers. I guess I'm just still really thought they would have gotten Michael Beasley. Um, and I know just like, I don't know. I I would say at this point a six, I think Mario Chalmers could really go out there 
and have like a very solid year, especially if they play him in a role like they played Andre Emmett, like they played um, Baron Davis. Mario Chalmers just isn't really a scorer like those guys were. But I don't think or that's really he, what they needed. I think they needed a ball handler, someone who's going to bring in, bring it up the half court each time, have the ball in their hands and make and facilitate plays. I think. So then who, in your opinion, then who's like the main scorer on that team? Who's getting the majority of the points? Well, see, I think that's where the difficulty comes in, but because I think you have to draft somebody at okay. this point who's yeah. going to have to do that for you. I think your first round pick is going to have to be someone who's going to get you buckets. Cause yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think that Mario Chalmers can do that, but I think what made Andre Emmett so special outside of him being the guy, the go-to scorer was the fact that the defense collapse was always collapsing towards them. Right. He was able to make plays where he was. I think the, the same thing's going to be there for Mario Chalmers in a sense that defenses are going to, are probably going to go to him first. If it's the three of the captains on the floor and he's going to be able to dish it out to Drew Gooden, to DeMar. I think we see more emphasis on DeMar, like picking up the scoring a little bit, uh, doing a little bit more this year rather than last year where he it was kind of just like, you know, give Andre the ball and let him, let him kind of control the flow of the offense and how it runs. But I think, you know, again, if I want anybody to draft me a bucket getter in that first round and – you know, really fill a big void on the team. I'm going to put my faith in DeMar Johnson. So, oh, well, I mean, DeMar Johnson just doesn't miss on draft picks. No, he hasn't. And this missed. is the most loaded draft in Big Three history. We know that. You know what I mean? And the pool isn't even done yet. And guys are already like nuts prioritizing the draft in a way that we haven't seen before in the Big Three. So I'm really excited because I really do believe that there is a team that maybe isn't competing for a championship right now that's going to hit on two out of those three draft picks mm. that is going to surprise all of us. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some co-captain spots that are still open. Enemies still has an opening. Uh, aliens could potentially have an opening. We saw that on the recent post you made, Andre Owens said he, that he had a big secret. Andre Owens said he has a big secret. I don't know what that means. I'm still holding out for Lance. Still holding out I, I would Lance. love to see Lance Stevenson on that team. I just feel like it makes way too much sense. It would be cool. I, I really like the move, but not sure. So I think that's a potential opening. I think outside of that, I think those are really the only two that are available. Um, you know, Ball Hogs hasn't made any announcement on exactly who's coming back. But, you know, when we spoke with Rick Barry, said that Brian was working out. So he assumed that was happening. He's been in contact <laughs> with some of the other guys, the team yeah. or some of the some of the other guys on the team. So. The, the co-captain spots are, are slowly dwindling. And, and another big reason why is this next team with uh, Trilogy really making some some interesting moves. First and foremost, sucks that Zach Randolph will not be competing in the big three, as we all yeah. originally thought. He originally signed on in 2020, right before COVID started. And, you know, I think the writing was kind of on the walls. I think me and you both thought a year away, the interest maybe dwindled a little bit or just different priorities came up in his life. But Zebo is not going to be the captain. That being said, during the midst of that, this has kind of been like a crazy, like couple months with Trilogy, right? Or, or just month. Uh, yeah. During the midst of that, you know, James White had the, essentially like people were campaigning, including himself for campaigning for James White, a guy who's, you know, been a, was a pioneer for this league, a part of one of the first championships in Trilogy. They were campaigning for him to be the captain. And, I think, Will, I think I think we both thought that was going to be the case at some point. Um, we didn't really even have time to, to think about other options or, you know, speculate even more before the next day the big three came out and said, hey, big big news, Jared Jack's going to be the captain of Trilogy, not Zach Randolph, not James White. Jared Jack, a guy who's been playing with G League Ignite, a guy that we thought, you know, maybe would have joined the big three, but – we weren't sure, and, and sure enough, he did. And then brought his buddy from G League Ignite, Amir Johnson, who played in the five tournament with a bunch of big three guys, brought him in to be a co-captain. Another downfall to that was David Hawkins is now out as co-captain for Trilogy. He's a guy that we've been referencing. He's a guy that we think, or me personally, could think that he'd be nice fit on killer threes. Thought he would return to an old team of threes company and be a co-captain. That's not the case anymore. Uh, a lot of moves going on there. A lot, a lot of shuffling for Trilogy, just a lot of retooling as well. 
what what sticks out to you most as the most impactful move, whether it's a, a gain or a loss? I mean, first, I mean, I just feel like you 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 wrapped it up like you know very nicely. You know what I mean? Like you caught everybody up to speed if they've been lacking on the trilogy news. But I mean, like my God, like they had uh, yeah. like a like they had a rebuild, and then they collapsed, and then they rebuilt again, and now they're kind of at like a, I guess like okay, like I guess we're ready to go point, like all within like a two month span. Right. I will say for Zebo, if I've I've never said it before in the podcast, I'll say it again. Those grit and grind Grizzlies teams are my favorite teams of all time. You know, Zebo, Marcus Sol, Tony Allen, Mike Conley. I absolutely Rudy Gay. I absolutely love those teams. Jeff Green, and so, you know, listen, I was really excited to see Zebo, and I thought Zebo was going to be like a Reggie Evans type player. You know, someone who was going to get boards and, and score and you know even like a strange way like like space the floor too just like with like his mid-range shooting and I just thought that his game fits so well in 3v3 and I really thought that was a great pickup for them but you know unfortunately we're never going to see it in terms of James White you know I I assume that James White was going to be named captain that's why but this whole process to me is just very interesting Mm-hmm. You know, from a you big mean the process of, of becoming being named a captain. captain. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we went through this a little bit with Mike Taylor. Mike Taylor basically told us that there's like a committee of players that vote on it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we've ever even gotten the name of those players. It's sort of this like shadow organization that <laughs> that that approves and disapproves. The big three Illuminati. New co- that's what I mean, <laughs> new co-captains. And so, you know, we know this is such a player-centric league and we had guys like uh, Carlos Arroyo, even David Hawkins when he was still on Trilogy, guys like publicly campaigning for James White to be named captain of Trilogy. And I thought it was absolutely deserved, but I just don't understand how Jared Jack became captain. Like who made that final decision? Yeah. And I think I'm pretty disappointed about the Hawk move because I, I he worked too. so hard coming from not getting a lot of playing time at all three with three's company being a late addition, then almost being pretty much being an MVP candidate for tri-state in year two, earned the right to be a co-captain in year three. And then, I mean, I think at that point we understand he wasn't just campaigning for James White because that's his teammate and that's his good friend. But I think also too, he's like, Hey, there could be some changes made here. And I, I don't know if I'm ready to, to change, you know, where I'm at just yet. I just made the move again. Right. So it's I mean, Hawk going on his fourth team in four seasons. Yeah, it's pretty disappointing because he's just been such a – I think he's like blazed trails for overseas players. I think yeah. he's really made a name for himself in this league. He's one of those guys that didn't come in with name recognition and now has it. And to see him – you know, it's Jared Jack's team now so he can do what he wants. But to see him, you know, kind of be released – do dumped onto the streets and now have to find another new home and, and potentially take a, a back seat. You know, he might not be a co-captain. Like I was, I was just saying, there's not a lot of spots left open. So to see him potentially take that, that step backwards is, is disappointing, but I get, you know, it's, it's the nature of the league. Like you said, it's, it's player centric. The captains are the GMs. They get to make their move. Jared Jack felt, Hey, uh, Amir Johnson, I just played with them. I think he's going to be a good fit. Bigs are highly valued in this league and, you know, we, I want him on the team. And I kind of, I'm, I'm a little surprised that James White, one, isn't the captain. I'm a little surprised, too, that he wasn't also dropped and is looking for a new team. But I, but I think that had more to do with the big three, recognizing the value he has as being one of the, the first players on that trilogy team, you know, to win a championship. Yeah, I agree. And even, too, like when they announced it, they sort of like, they posted like they're like only one player left from – trilogy's right. 2017 team that to me like struck me <laughs> you know like i like I, I they probably didn't even mean anything by it but i was like i don't know but i i agree with you i'm i'm not surprised that james white is still there from the perspective that like he doesn't deserve to be there right i'm like genuinely surprised that like if because i don't know i hawk told me before that he was out of trilogy before the news dropped uh, and like out of respect for him, I didn't like say anything just because he asked me not to. So I was like, fine. But then when he said that, I basically was like, all right, so what's going on with James White? And 
you know, and so when I when he said that, I assumed that James White was gone too. It was just gonna be a new regime and trilogy, and then that was that. But I don't know, maybe maybe Jared Jack said we're gonna value somebody who's had success in the big three before, and James White plays an important role on defense. I mean, he's a defensive player of the year. And you know, I don't know, but you know, listen, on talk to Hawk, you know, Hawk is probably my favorite player in this league at this point. I mean, you know, I didn't know him from anything when this league started termination he uh he just like grew a name and a brand for himself so i'm really yeah. excited for that um, yeah and i think if there's anybody who's going to fight adversity you know hawk's the guy uh, he's he's going to be able to i think he'd be the guy to prove people wrong he's going to be the guy to to shake it off and, and be able to move on and and fill his role i mean this is a guy remember this is a guy with three high-profiled NBA players on his team was still able to be like an MVP candidate. So, you know. Yeah, but it was him, Nate, and Stoudemire. And, and J.O. Uh, Think Jermaine about that. O'Neal. And Jermaine O'Neal. Crazy. Yeah. And he went out and did his thing. So, you know, I'm not worried about Hawk. I actually said this, and uh, James White agreed, even though he's still a part of Trilogy. I said, whichever team – I said, this is a dope squad uh, referencing Trilogy, but whichever team gets Hawk, it's going to be the scariest team next year. And he was like, facts. Because uh, outside of like maybe ball hogs, which and you don't know what that team's going to look like. What's that? Maybe not pissed, but you're right. <laughs> oh, I yeah. Now he's like motivated. Mentions. I shouldn't say pissed, but now he's motivated. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And so coming back I mean, with maybe a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I could still see him joining like one of his old teams, three com- Three's Company, Tri-State. I mean, that, imagine how dangerous they would be heading Hawk to the draft. He's if he, if he does fall back in the draft, full easy number one pick, right? You would think. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Unless there's somebody who, like, we just haven't heard of. Unless there's I mean, an the active NBA player. Pool. <laughs> That's what I mean. Unless, like, Clay Thompson's, like, I'm trying to rehab in the big three for <laughs> a season. Like, the number one pick is David Hawkins. Yeah. he's He was an MVP candidate two seasons ago. Mm-hmm. And then last season, he led the league in steals. Yeah. He does it on both ends. Yeah, you're right. You know, that's what, that's what I mean. He he's a he's like one of the he's a top big three player. He's a top five player in the league. I don't he think does. he's going to reach the draft pool. Well, that being said, I think he's going to aliens. You think he's going to? I'm aliens? gonna put I'm gonna put it on the table. I think he's going to aliens. <laughs> Stanford. I think he. I think that is Andre Owens' surprise. Oh, I love that. That's a that's a great move for aliens. Because who who is aliens co captain? You're much better at this than I am. So. It was originally, oh, remember, it was, Rush, Kendrick, right? it was Kendrick Perkins and Shannon Brown, but then right. Kendrick Perkins obviously Kendrick didn't play. Perkins. <laughs> Kendrick Perkins, I'll never forget that. Kendrick Perkins was like, just got back from my doctor. Apparently, I'm eight pounds away from diabetes. <laughs> and I was like, I I'm going to take that. that as you are not playing in the big <laughs> Yeah, that, that was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what was going on with there, but he was kind of just like showing go there a little bit. But then they drafted yeah. Brandon Rush in the second round and then promoted him to co-captain. So I don't know okay. if either of those two guys come back. Now, we had Kareem Rush on, and from our understanding, it would sound more like Brandon Rush would be the guy to come back as co-captain more so than Shannon Brown, just because, you know, we haven't heard much about either. But if we're going to hear a little bit more about either, it, it was Brandon. So I would I and, would And be- Brandon Rush is like – of quality co-captain a quality co-captain not like, saying that like, like brandon not. rush is not the worst co-captain out there oh you know what i mean all. like not like like we don't talk about aliens really at all because they were around for one season and didn't really do anything so there really is like nothing to report and like they're like you know like we said before they haven't made any moves this off season so they kind of just move in silence but if there was a team that would immediately spark my interest is if you bring in, you do Hawk, Andre Owens, Brandon Rush. Well, think about this now, because if that were the case, if it was those three playing, imagine how much that shakes up the league as a whole, because uh, that would mean Shannon Brown's either not coming back or being dropped. That would also mean Greg Oden's not being promoted or not coming back. Imagine if those two dudes do come back and they're just not on aliens and you put them in the draft pool, how, how I mean, just how lethal that draft pool is going to be. I mean, that's going to be a hard decision to make. Well, here's the thing, right? Like, we're naming a lot of guys, and 
Yeah, we're just we're, throwing we're, we're we're no, but I'm saying like we're running out of co-captain spots. We are, especially after this Mario Chalmers announcement. All right, so Three's company is done. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, let me look at the, they posted the graphic. Right, is Drew Gooden on the graphic? Drew Gooden is on the graphic, so he's coming okay, back so, as co-captain. So Drew Gooden's coming back. Um, which you know, I love Drew Gooden. Obviously, he's a he's great, but uh, and his barber, we love his and barber his barber. Too. Shout out, um, oh my god, what was his name? Uh, shout out um dude, jose really it's like shout out jose <laughs> shout out jose in orlando right yeah shout out my my spanish barber jose in orlando um, <laughs> but so this company's done tri-state's done trilogy's done well let's talk about tri-state real quick before we get into the team yes that are done. let's do it because tri-state made a lot of big moves too uh moves i think that shake up the league as well so we know last year that jermaine o'neill was deactivated had the heart the, the heart issue going on was still a part of the board doesn't look like he's going to come back and play basketball. It looks like maybe he's done. Also, but he looks is like hosting the tryout in Dallas. He is hosting the tryout in Dallas. So he and, is still very involved in the big three. Exactly. I just don't think he's going to be playing. Yes. And so they needed the – they ran last year with two co-captains. Nate, Robs, Nate Robinson has been promoted to captain, which is, is not too surprising. Um, you know, looking at the landscape of that team. And they also named their two co-captains. And they promoted Jason Richardson, who was on the team last year, and then named Larry Sanders the co-captain. So two things that stick out to me from, from that is obviously the biggest one. Does it look like Amari Stoudemire is coming back to the league? Reigning defensive player of the year. A, a good two-year run with the team. Really like that, that team year two. I'm, I'm really yeah. reminiscent on the, the tri-state season two. 2018. That was a nasty that was a cool, team. That was such a good – I can't believe like, – I can't believe they didn't make it out of the first round of the playoffs, like and made it to the championship. Who they lose to power, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that was a close game too. That was like that's like one of those teams, right? Where it's like they remind me of almost like that Atlanta Hawks team that won like 50 games and was yes. so good, but like then they just ran into the Cavs. Yeah, it was like you know, uh, and you're like, you're a great team, but you're not the best team. Yeah, I don't know. I'm shocked about that. I thought they would have made the champion. They started the year or, like four and oh or five and oh. A better example would probably be the Rockets. Oh, they that's a good were one. really yeah. like the Rockets, but they just ran into Golden State. Yeah, year after year after year. Yeah, yeah. Don't throw me. So that's the first thing that sticks out. That's going to change this year, brother. Don't worry. That's going to change this year, brother. Yes, sir. Um, so Stoudemire not coming back. I think the second thing that sticks out to me is now from the 2019 draft, the first three picks: Royce White, Chris Johnson, Larry Sanders. All three of those dudes have now been promoted to co-captain on different teams. Which is pretty crazy. I mean, it's like it now, crazy. now different teams, teams from like, where they were drafted. Exa- yeah, because oh, think wow. Royce White was enemies number one, now a co-captain for power. Chris Johnson was with Triplets, traded to Ghostballers. Ballers. Okay, yeah, wow. Ballers. That's crazy. And then Larry Sanders, uh, which also another thing, like the third thing that would stick out is Three Headed Monsters just lost two key components to their team. Oh my God! And yeah, Sanders wow. And Chalmers, it's basically their bench. Yeah, I mean, that's huge. And Which I, I will say, you know, if you're running in there with Mahmoud, Richard, and Reggie, oh, you're I mean, going to be just fine. You're going to be just fine. But They're it is kind of crazy. Again. We're going to go back and look at pictures of that team, and that's five co-captains right there. Yeah. That's yeah, a captain that's, and five co-captains. I'm trying to think who else who else we were missing on that team. That oh, was – They had Trey Simmons, but then Trey Simmons for Al a little Thornton. bit. Did they have Al Thornton for a little bit? A little After, bit. They they kind of were very flexible with that last role. It really was a five man rotation. Yeah. So Tri State, they they made some big moves, and I really like the promotion of, of Jason Richardson a lot. I also like that he's coming back. But you know what what, what really sticks out to you about Tri State? Are they you know looking at the all the co captains? Would you put them in the top three of co captains, or do you look at them like, eh, those moves are all right? I I I tend to lean towards the latter. To be honest with you, you know, I I think I just look at it like this. Your captain won fourth man of the year, which is rewarded to the best bench player. Right. You know, so and that's your captain. That's supposed to be your best player on the team. So now it could be like, you know, like a Lou Will situation. I understand that the big three is different in the NBA in that aspect. But you look at Jason Richardson, who Jason Richardson had a, you know, a, a decent year on Tri-State, who was a non-playoff team when he was on it. 
And then Larry Sanders, you know, same thing. Larry Sanders had a good season, you know, backing up Reggie Evans on three-headed monsters that was a 500 team barely snuck into the playoffs. So, you know, I just asked myself, did Tri-State get better losing Amari Stoudemire? Well, and no. gaining Larry Sanders and Jason Richardson, and they already had Jason Richardson? I, I don't think they do. But I think they are also, too, a, a perfect candidate for – a team that if you can draft right, if Nate can draft, you know, David Hawkins <laughs> can hit. Well, right. I mean, my God, I don't think David Hawkins can hit the draft class, but if he does and you bring back David Hawkins, then sure. But to answer your question that, you know, that's a big, if, you know, oh, definitely that's like saying, Oh, well, if they draft a top five player, then yeah, they can compete for a championship. So what does that really say about the team that's currently constructed? Fair, fair. You know, and I think, you know, Let's look at the bigger picture here. I'm not even looking at the team just as a whole. You just lost a defensive player of the year and staff, a guy who's been a key component to Tri-State. Yeah. One, helping them get to their first playoff ever. And then last year, making them competitive enough down the stretch when they, you know, Nate Robinson faced injuries last year and they had their their stretches where it looked like they weren't even going to be competing up until week 10. Sure enough, or I'm sorry, week eight, week nine, week nine. It, it was a weird year last year. It but was, it was or 2019, weird. it was it was a little bit different. Um, it was a very weird year last year. Yes. Yes. 2020 even, was definitely weird, but <laughs> because there was nothing. So, uh, but 2019 was, uh, you know, Nate Robinson missed some time, and so lo- point being, you know, losing Amari Stoudemire all in all is he was also huge, like a top three scorer. A huge blow. Yes, a huge blow. I mean, and, and that's a good way to look at it too. Is like, okay. We lost Amari Stoudemire. Did we get better by adding the like promoting one guy and adding another guy? No. Could we have added a different co-captain? You know, I have to agree. I don't know if they did get better. That uh, to me just means that there's nobody out there. Well, I guess Carlos isn't coming back, Boozer. Because you'd think if Nate's yeah. captain, the first person he's bringing is Carlos Boozer. Well, and, and the reason I pumped the brakes on that is because you have to look at this as, again, going back to the player-centric league. This is a league where it's more about connections than it is probably skill set, in a sense. You know, sure. I don't know how cool Dave Robinson and Jason Richardson and Larry Sanders are all are. But, I mean, Larry Sanders could be cool with Nate Robinson more than we know. They could have a similar agent. They could have past experiences. Hell, they could just be childhood friends who we don't really know. They could have just been vibing at the big three. You know what I mean? They could have just been vibing at the big three. They went out one night and they're like, you know what? If I become captain, I promise you, stamp it right now. You will be the co-captain of Tri-State. And now he's like, oh, man, I just got drunk. <laughs> I got, I just got drunk and that actually happened. All right. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, Tri-State's definitely going to have to draft well, like a couple of other of these teams that have their their captain spots filled out. And the, tra- the draft is – the draft is going to be so interesting. I mean, there's so much I could say about it. And the draft is going to be extremely interesting. It's so many teams have to draft right, but you know, on the flip side, there's such a deep pool of players and so many guys that are going to be new to the league or you know have been in the league and years prior and are are, are trying to make it again. I don't know. It's 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 going to be nuts. I'll just say this though: we're starting to see a bit of an unsettling trend. And that is that everyone wants to be a captain or a co-captain, you know? Yeah. And as much as I applaud, you know what I mean? Everyone's like, I want to, you know, that just means you want to be part of the big three if you want to be a captain or co-captain. But is the difference between a top pick, a top draft, a top draft prospect and a co-captain that much great that, I mean, we've seen guys say, I'm not coming back to the big three unless I'm a captain or a co-captain. And I'm starting to wonder that, you know, maybe if the big three reached out to guys like Michael Beasley and Lance Stevenson and, you know, Dwayne Wade, they were like, I'm not interested unless I'm a captain. And, you know, in the 2019 draft, we saw guys like Larry Sanders, uh, Mario Chalmers, David Hawkins until he was picked up by Trilogy. Guys like Andre Owens, until he was made captain of aliens, were in the draft class. And so that just made, you know, and those were guys who were okay going through the draft process. Yeah. So that to me just 
that signals to me, number one, all right, this must be a pretty loaded draft. That also two signals to me, we are in one desperate need of an expansion. <laughs> yeah. And also uh, two, we're in also a weird stage now where all the co-captains and captains aren't really, I don't want to say big name, or I don't want to say like smaller names as opposed to what they were, but they're familiar they're, names. They're familiar names, but they're all now based off of big three background. Which, yeah. as a fan of good basketball, I like. Mm-hmm. But as someone who also wants to see this league continue to grow and develop, we were talking about guys like Dwayne Wade, Mario Chalmers, excuse me, Dwayne Wade, Michael Beasley, Lance Stevenson, and we're ending up with Jason Richardson, Larry Sanders, and, you know. Now, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think those are all good players. I think they're going to go out there, and it's going to be a good competitive game. But, you know, the big three also, too, touts that like you know and and is not afraid to advertise the type of names that they are recruiting mm-hmm. and it's just been they haven't made made i mean they got nick young you yeah. know well that's they, what they i was gonna say young. on the flip side there were guys like nick young jerry jack uh, yeah. amir johnson i mean those those were some of the names that were floating around and that they yeah. did get that they did secure so i just feel like it's been such a different offseason because the last off seasons have all been prioritized on big names you know, they were pretty, there were three or four big household names each offseason. And we haven't really gotten that this season. But on the flip side, I will say we've gotten names. I mean, you know, back to trilogy, Jared Jack and Amir Johnson were two guys who were lightening up in the big in the G League bubble months ago. So you know they're gonna go out there and compete. That's a scary duo. Scary duo. And but I think I, too- I think from the casual perspective, I don't know if it's the best thing. Well, it's you got to, you know, this is going to be the, the year of the biggest turnover. We have to remember about what we just endured, no. not to mention a, a hiatus of a year. That doesn't tend to happen. We, you know, I mean, think, think about if we, we had the, the year last year and, and the names they were already adding. Think about it. They were adding Zach Randolph. Nick Young pretty much was, seemed like it was in the bag last year. Those were already, that was at the very beginning of the start of their offseason and their big name additions. Those were two big names right off, right off rip. So sure. There's going to be some changes that have been made. You know, Stoudemire wasn't a coach. Now he's a coach. Um, And so it doesn't seem like he's playing anymore. We're going to see some big turnovers because in a year, a lot can happen in a year. People have different objectives. They have, uh, you know, they're, they're doing things just a little bit differently because they can't be involved with the big three. And, and you know, once they do that, it, it carries them away from it. We can't help that. So, so you're, you're saying that it's almost like this offseason, there's always turnover, but it's almost like we're getting two offseasons worth of people leaving exactly. in this one offseason. And maybe teams don't have the time or, you know, the, the, the resources at the moment to, you know, fully catch up to that. You know, I'm saying it like this. Okay. Think about where you were in 2019 and where you are now. Well, that's right. changed, right? Oh, tons changed. Okay. Now think about if through that whole time you got offered a position, let's say for the Brooklyn Nets, you know, would you still be, would you still be doing a podcast all the time? Maybe not because you have a lot to do. You have a lot of different priorities and you can't help that because the right. big three wasn't around. You take advantage of what you have in front of you. And I think that's just what happened within that year. I think that's why there's a lot of turnover. And I think, too, that's why we've been able to um, add guys like Jared Jack, like like Amir Johnson, because maybe a year, maybe 2019, Jared Jack's still thinking of a comeback. He doesn't come in 2020. Now he's in a position where he's like, OK, well, I just got done in the G League bubble. Uh, nobody signed me still. I still have to prove my worth, you know, still prove that I can play for an NBA team if that's what he's shooting for. And so he's like, big three has offered that or has we've seen that the big three has evidence that they can do that through Joe Johnson. Now I'm going to do it. So, you know, it's just, it's just about reestablishing, establishing yourself as a league. And I think guys have different priorities. I think once the league gets back in rhythm, I think that when people understand the excitement that the big three can bring, I think there's going to be a different off season going into season five. And I think too, with the names that are being added as co-captains, a lot of guys that have been big three staples in a sense, it's 
they're relying on those guys like, hey, you guys did a great job year three. Uh, you know, we want you back for year four. You guys are a pivotal part to making this thing what it, what it was and getting it back to that stage. Uh, so we're going to promote you guys to co-captains. Um, so while it's not the year of big, I guess the biggest names, like we don't have any, like I would say like Joe Johnson type tier, tier additions. I think that uh, because of what they're doing and how they're trying to reestablish themselves, it's going to be good for the long run. That's just my opinion on it. That's just the way I look at it. Um, but we'll see, you know, you know, we don't we'll know see. how it's going to go. Yeah, I, I, I certainly do agree with you. Um, and then I guess just the, the other, the other part of that is just, I still think that there's a, there's way too many people who are like, I deserve to be a co-captain. Yeah. Well, you know, and like, I, I feel like this league isn't gonna, this league should is going to get to a point where like, you know, the co-captains and the draft picks are almost like, you know, indistinguishable. And that's just a sign that the league is growing and attracting better talent. Yeah. So if the, if the tradition is becoming, are right, you ball out for a season, you do well, you become a co-captain somewhere. I don't think that's a realistic thing to keep up. Yeah. I don't think it's realistic. So, you know, we talked about expansion that, I, that seemed like it was going to be the trajectory two years from now at, at, you know, maybe four more teams as the league gets bigger. But I think too, it's just there because of the large turn. Like, I don't think we're going to have this kind of turnover next year. That's just me. I, I don't. Well, they, I, we I, I would hope so because we've had so many new co-captains. Yeah. Like I, that's the thing. That's why there's so many new co-captains. That's why those spots are available. That's why guys right. want to be co-captains because there's availability. I see. Because, I see. because of the turnover. You know, like, you know, think of Jason Terry. He was in and out. Do we, right. do, are we ever going to like 10 years from now, are we really going to remember Jason Terry playing for Trilogy? One, he, no. he didn't even play that much. And two, he was gone in one year, but he, he had other priorities. He, you know, he's coaching or doing his thing. Yeah. So I think it's just because it, the positions are available. Now I think everybody wants to be a captain or a co-captain because they want to be on a, on a team with their guys. They want to be established. They want a little bit of authority. You know, that's just, that's just everybody. I mean, if you're in a sales job, you want to be more than just a guy who's trying to get people into meetings. You know, you want to be the that's guy true. who's closing deals and then eventually running teams. That's so true. that's just, the, you know, that's just the nature of, of the business. I think, um, I think ultimately, I think that the big three is doing the right things. I think there are some things that um, maybe we don't necessarily, we wouldn't necessarily do if we were involved in the big three, but I think, I think that, they have the right mindset in the sense of like reestablishing themselves, doing it with the guys that helped them out with year three, filling the voids with, with those guys that made season three so fun. And then ultimately uh, adding a couple of big names and re putting themselves back on the map to the fans. No, I, I, I agree. And I do want to reaffirm. I'm not, I'm not, not a fan of any of these moves. You know, mm -hmm. I, I want to see the most competitive, you know, I don't want to see guys who I know come in and then not play. Like, I don't want another Allen Iverson situation, right? you know, and like, I know Jared Jack and Amir Johnson aren't the biggest names in the world, but they're going to, I know they're going to come and compete and be good. Trilogy is going to be a good team. And that's all I want. Mm -hmm. I just want people to be good. I want every team to have a guy who I'm excited to watch play. Yeah. I just hope that the big three, it's just sort of taken now a shift that I wasn't really expecting to happen so quickly. Yeah. You know, because yeah. we saw it from some teams where they really prioritized, like, uh, I'm going to get the best guys. And we talked about teams like that, but now it seems like it's everybody. I, I know, I know what's bothering you. I, I, what's bothering me. I know deep down what, what your, your body or your heart's telling you. You just want a guy who's going to be able to compete with Joe for that MVP yes, spot. I do. That's I do. what it is. I know you've been talking about it. I know that subconsciously you're probably thinking it. I do. I think that's that a, that's, that's a possibility still. I think it's a possibility still. You know, I, I know that Joe had an outstanding year. I know that guy doesn't take time off. It seems like, but I think guys are going to get better. I think, I think the league's going to get better team wise. Um, I think there's still additions to be made. You know, Jeff K talked about a defensive stud coming in here. That, that must've been Larry Sanders. Right. Is, is that, was it Larry Sanders? Maybe so. It was. I think but, it was Larry Sanders. But maybe there's more additions to come. Who knows? I don't know. 
There's spots uh, open. Let's I, I'm, I'm done trying to decipher those. Okay, fair enough. I think we speculated long enough. Those are the those are the teams that now have their co-captain spots now established. Trilogy, Tri-State, I guess Three's Company now. Three's Company, yeah. Um, and Killer Three's that has their captain. They they still have a co-captain spot. So it's powers done. Yeah, powers done. Ghost Ballers is done. Um, so let's think about the teams that aren't done yet. I mean, outside of the teams that haven't announced anything, enemies has a co-captain, two co-captains, two co-captains. Enemies is only enemies only has one player right now. Wow, that's interesting. Um, Aliens potentially has a spot open. Killer Three has a spot open that we think we, they could be promoted from within, but we don't know. So still a lot of, of captain spots to be filled, and still a long way to go till till that. June 4th, well. That's true. Not really a long way to go. I would say a long way to go. It's rapidly getting there, and I'm so excited. I'm I'm excited, too. There's a a lot to talk about. Um, And there's going to be – it's going to be a fun season, I I think. All in all, we we talk about all this, you know, what what might be up in the air and stuff. All in all, we get big three basketball back, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Teams look competitive. And we're getting getting these teams ready and ready to go. So, uh, Combine is in four days. What? Or, I'm sorry, not the combine. Tryouts are in four oh. days in D.C. Are they? Is it really? Yeah, I guess it is the 22nd, four days, right? Wow. Yeah. The 27th in Dallas will be the other tryout. So could be by next episode. We know how at least one of the tryouts went and which of the probably five to ten guys got are going to be out at the combine. So we'll um, – I, I think we're going to, you know – We'll give you some more comp after Dallas or after DC. We know a couple guys going to DC. We'll let you know what happens. Yeah, we got a couple guys. We got it. We got a couple connections there. All right, guys. We appreciate everyone who's tuned in. I think we're going to wrap this one up here. Yeah. Appreciate everyone who's tuned in. Uh, more news is going to be set to come. Obviously, uh, let us know what your what your favorite move has been so far in the off season. Obviously, there's been already a lot that took place within one week. Uh, make sure you guys are like liking. Uh, commenting and subscribing on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter for quick updates, notifications. Will literally did one during the episode. If that tells yes, you, you watch. You can if you're on YouTube, you watch me do it. So you know it's you know the fastest news when it comes to the big three. Appreciate don't say that, please. In. I just started a new job. Please don't say that. <laughs> he's the fastest. Make sure everyone knows that. Appreciate when he's tuned in, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.